concentrate on your search result listing because that's how a lot of people are going to find you the very first time. Best ever listeners, before we get into today's episode, are you looking for some financing, maybe some more money to do your fix and flip projects? Are you looking to grow your fix and flip business? Well, guess what? Got a solution for you. It's Fun That Flip. You know Fun That Flip. Matt Rodak, the founder of Fun That Flip, has been on the show multiple times. He's a friend of mine, and they love working with the best ever listeners. They provide short-term fix and flip loans to experienced investors. They've got an online platform, makes the entire process super easy, and you can get funded in as few as seven days that quick. So if you're looking for a reliable funding partner, Go to fundthatflip.com. That's F-U-N-D-T-H-A-T-F-L-I-P.com. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast. We only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any fluff. I hope you're having a best ever weekend. And because it's Sunday, we're doing a special segment called Skill Set Sunday. We're going to give you a skill so that you can go apply it in the real estate world And today we're going to be talking about how to optimize your LinkedIn profile so that we can, one, maintain that credibility that we so deserve with all of our experience in real estate, and two, be able to expand our business via bringing on new investors when they do a search on us or maybe even connecting with relevant business partners with us to talk about that is the owner of LinkedInMakeover.com, so clearly She's focused on LinkedIn and having an optimized presence. How are you doing, Donna Serdula? Hi, Joe. I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Well, my pleasure. Nice to have you on the show and a little bit more about Donna. She is the author of LinkedIn Profile Optimization for Dummies. She's based in Philly, Pennsylvania. With that being said, Donna, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and your focus? Yeah, sure. My focus, it's really, really niche. And what I mean by that is what we do is we help executives, professionals, real estate developers from all over the world really brand themselves successfully on LinkedIn through their LinkedIn profile. What are some of the main categories or buckets of things that you do to help others brand themselves successfully on LinkedIn? With LinkedIn, I think what most people do, which it actually just sort of lends itself to it, but you get on LinkedIn, you look at this LinkedIn profile and they just fill it out. They just answer the fields and just, you know, that's it. But what we do differently is we really look strategically at the person's goals. Why are you on LinkedIn? What are you really trying to achieve? What's your goal? Because some people are on LinkedIn to get a job. Others are on LinkedIn for prospecting and sales, and there's others who are on it for reputation management to be found. They want to be seen as experts. So it's really important to figure out what are you trying to achieve, and only once we know that can we write a profile directly towards that goal so you can find results. Mm, Yep. Got to know your why. Got to know what your goal is, and then once you know your goal, then you can help write and customize that profile accordingly prospecting and reputation management, because let's assume real estate investors here, we're 
mainly entrepreneurs. We might have some best ever listeners who are investors, but also have a full-time job. So let's just not focus on that one. We'll focus on prospecting and reputation management. What do you do after you identify one of those two things is the client's goal? The first thing we do is we figure out the goal. Once we understand why they are on LinkedIn, at that point, we need to then figure out who is the target audience. Who is going to be reading that LinkedIn profile? Because once you know who's going to be reading it, who we need to target for, now we start to get the messaging. Now we know what we need to say because it's not just what we want to say about ourselves. It's what does our target audience need to know about us? And then the very last thing we do in the very beginning of all of this is so we know our goal, we know our target audience. Then we start to think in terms of our keywords. And Joe, the reason for that is LinkedIn is more than just a social network. It is a search engine and people are on LinkedIn searching, searching for you specifically, or they're searching for someone like you. And if they don't know your name, they're putting keywords into LinkedIn, hoping to get close to this person that they're targeting. And so by figuring out if a person was searching for someone like you, what keywords that would they use? We make sure we sprinkle those keywords throughout your profile. And what that does is it bumps you up higher in the search and it gets you found more often. So I get as I'm sure you do and some best ever listeners, I don't know how many LinkedIn friend requests I have pending, but I don't accept it unless it's a personal message or someone I actually know. Now, if people are searching for me and they could be potential business partners, but I'm getting a lot of requests, is there a way that you would approach that practically speaking so that maybe I'm able to filter... I don't know, determine who I actually respond to and how I approach it. Well, you know, Joe, I think it helps to really understand when you're on LinkedIn, are you on LinkedIn because you want to market very specifically to certain types of people or do you want to market more broadly? And do you want to get found by people searching for someone like you? So if you want to be very specific and you want to have a very closed network, only connect with the people that you know and trust. And there's nothing wrong doing that. But if you want to be heard, if you want to get people reaching out, people who are interested in learning more about you, and you want to reach more people, then it actually behooves you to be a little bit more liberal in accepting those outside invitations. And the reason why I say that, and this is something very few people know, and that is when a person is searching LinkedIn, and I'm not talking about a name search, I'm talking about a keyword, a broad-based keyword search. They are only searching their LinkedIn network and their LinkedIn network is their first degree connections, their second degree connections, their mm. third degree connections, and any group members that are in groups that they also belong to. That's it. Mm. And so if you want to get found or if you want to find people, you need to be in as many networks as possible. Third degree connections. That's, I'm sure you and I are connected in a third degree. Isn't that everyone? Aren't we all connected to at least everyone on a third degree? <laughs> you would think. But the truth of the matter is most people, and I would be curious in terms of your best ever listeners, how many people are in their first degree network? Most people have far less than 500 first degree connections. And if you don't have a lot of connections of the first degree, then you have less second and less third. And so the truth of the matter is LinkedIn just reached 500 million users. And so the truth of the matter is there's still a lot of people out there that are not part of your network. Okay. Got it. The other thing to remember is let's say a person is a third degree. 
there's not much you can do with them. You might be able to see their name. You might be able to view a little bit of their profile, but you really want to concentrate on this first and second degree connections. Those are the ones where you're going to see their name. You're going to see their full profile. And it's your first degree connections that you can actually reach out to and message. And by the way, you and I are second degree connections, but when I was in advertising, I made it a focus to add every person I came across in business with a personal note and I sent them a note. So I have probably, I don't know, 1500 or something connections. So that doesn't surprise me. Plus I'm sure we keep some of the same circle. looks like we have 20 mutual connections. (laughs) Joe, do you want to guess how many first degree connections I have? More than 1500. (laughs) 30,000. Wowzers. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend that to everyone. To me, it is a little crazy and I totally get that, but I want people to hear my message. I want to be found and I want to find people. So by having such a strong network, it really helps me really use LinkedIn successfully. Let's talk about your profile. What keywords do you put in your profile? Well, I want people to find me if they're searching for LinkedIn, LinkedIn profile, writer, branding, social media. Those are the types of phrases that describe what I do. And so those are the words that I sprinkled throughout my profile. But you want to always think in terms of your target audience, because sometimes your target audience describes you differently than you would describe yourself. You know, I think of a client that I had who is a CPA and she just described herself as a CPA and that was it. But when we really started to delve in, we noticed that her clients weren't calling her a CPA. They were calling her a bookkeeper and an Mm -hmm. accountant and a tax advisor. So you really have to sort of say, wait, I know how I like to define myself as a brand strategist, but not everyone would describe me in that way. So you want to be very smart, very strategic. Yeah. Great point. Thank you for sharing that. So besides keywords and also living in the other person's shoes and knowing how they're going to describe me, not necessarily how I describe myself. What are some other tips that the best ever listeners can take away from this conversation that they can go optimize their profile? One of the first things I would say is concentrate on your search result listing because that's how a lot of people are going to find you the very first time. So they might search for you by name and maybe there's a lot of Joe Fairlesses out there. (laughs) You never know. Or maybe they're searching for real estate investing advice. And so if they're searching for those things, they're going to come upon a slew of listings that match that query. So you want to make sure that yours is really interesting and it's sexy and it just engages and it compels a person to want to click to open up the full profile. So in that regard, you want to make sure you have a great looking profile picture. You want to make sure that you have a great headline. That's like your tagline. It's 120 characters and it really should contain more than what the default LinkedIn gives you, which is just your title and your current job company, which is boring. So you want to infuse it with your keywords. You want to really give a benefit statement. And with that, if you do those three things and you have that good profile picture, you have your name correctly inputted, Mm -hmm. not last name first, but first name and then last name. And then you have a great headline. You're going to find that more people click and you're going to get more views just in that alone. I have never done the headline before. I just searched real estate investing advice. And because obviously I'm in my own network, I came up first, which makes sense. But I only have host of the best real estate investing advice ever show. I don't have anything else other than that. I don't have the, as you said, the benefit statement. 
Yeah. And so you want to really think in terms of how do you help people, but you also want to think in terms of those key words. Now, I will tell you, if you visit my website, linkedin-makeover.com, and you head over to the blog area, that's where you can find my LinkedIn headline generator. It's an app, it's online, and I help you just create a really sexy, really interesting headline just by answering a few questions, selecting a few keywords. It actually outputs a really awesome headline that you can immediately use and get more views to your profile. Any other tips as it relates to optimizing our LinkedIn profile that we should talk about? You know, I think what most people do, and they do it because it's easy, and they do it because they're busy. And that is, they look at their LinkedIn profile and they say, well, it kind of looks like my resume. Let me get out that old resume of mine. Let me just copy and paste all those fields in there and I'll be done with it. But you're on LinkedIn for other reasons. You're not just on it for a job. But even if you're on it for a job, let's say a person finds you and they read that and then they request your resume and they see the exact same thing, they're going to be disappointed. So really look at your profile, not as an online resume, which is just your professional past. Look at it as your career future. Look at it as a digital introduction. Look at it as a first impression. And really write it like a narrative and just give that audience information that makes them respect you, that makes them feel impressed and makes them feel confident in who you are and what you bring to the table. How many people are on LinkedIn, do you know? Yeah, 500 million. And they just hit that number too. Well, congratulations to the founders of LinkedIn, 500 million. And I've always found that LinkedIn, especially for my business where I partner with high net worth individuals and I put money in the deal, they put money in the deal, and then we share in the profit. I found that LinkedIn is the best network to reach those individuals, especially compared to Facebook and other platforms. Oh, yeah. Well, they say with the demographics, the average salary is over 100000 for the users, which I think blows Twitter and Facebook out of the water. Yeah, I agree. So this has been very practical, and I love the tips that we can then take from this conversation and go implement Any parting thoughts or insights or advice, or have we pretty much covered it all? I think when it comes to your LinkedIn profile, really recognize that people are doing their due diligence. They're going to check you out. They want to know who they're going to be working with. And when they hit your LinkedIn profile, and oftentimes that LinkedIn profile ranks very high for your name. LinkedIn has a lot of Google juice. So it's one of the first things they're going to find. They're going to click on it. And you can shape how others perceive you by really carefully wording, strategically wording that LinkedIn profile, uploading content, putting great stuff up there. You're going to find that good things happen. Donna, where can the best ever listeners get in touch with you? Sure. Visit my website, linkedin-makeover.com or head over to LinkedIn and become my 31st, 30,001. Uh, and, and two, I've added you while we two, were talking. Okay. And two, yes. And two, and two. So you yeah, add me on LinkedIn, visit me over there or, or head over to my website, linkedin-makeover.com. And I love to talk to people about their LinkedIn profile and help them really build a strong brand. And I wasn't giving myself enough credit. When I did the search real estate investing advice, it shows how many connections I have. And I have 2,795. So not quite up to your level, but almost double of what I thought I had. All right, Donna, thank you for being on the show. This was, like I said earlier, a very practical conversation for the best ever listeners and myself on how to optimize our presence on LinkedIn, which will help generate business results. 
One is we've got to know what our goals are. Once we identify our goals, are we prospecting? Is it for reputation management? Then we need to know who our target audience is, who's going to be reading it, what type of messaging do we need to have? And then three, we need to be cognizant of the keywords that we want to sprinkle in the profile, knowing that LinkedIn is a search engine. And then some other tips that you had, have your profile be optimized from a profile picture standpoint, from a name, and then also from the headline. And then the tip that I really enjoyed is, are we describing ourselves like our target audience would describe us when they search for us? Or do we need to have a conversation with our target audience and hear how they would describe it us or, or what they think our title is? And then you use the example CPA versus tax advisor versus bookkeeper, et cetera. So thanks so much for being on the show, Donna. Hope you have a best ever day and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. You want to get better at negotiating real estate? Well, how about do you want to get better at negotiating real estate for free? Even better, right? Well, go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. Fund That Flip, today's sponsor, has partnered with best-selling author Jay Scott to provide you with a free chapter from Jay's new book on negotiating real estate. I've read the book. Lots of good real-world case studies sprinkled in there, too. I love it when they do that. Go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever to download your free copy of the chapter today. Feeling lost on your roadmap to wealth? Tune in to the newly launched REI Foundation Podcast, where hosts Jason and Peely give you all the steps and missteps towards achieving your investing dreams. Featuring interviews from top industry professionals, make sure you listen and subscribe to REI Foundation Podcast at com.